Hello, this is Asif Khan, Wealth Advisor with BMO Nesbitt Burns. We hope that you're doing well. Today is Friday, June the 19th or Juneteenth, a combination of the words June and 19th. If you have not heard, on this day in 1865 in Galveston, Texas, under a federal order, slaves were to be set free. Many U.S. corporations are declaring today a holiday or providing measures to be able to acknowledge and remember this day. Going forward, I would imagine that the U.S. may declare this day a national holiday. As has become the format of this podcast, the following is a summary of this week's market developments and some of our related thoughts. Thank you again for forwarding on my podcast to your close friends and family and for your positive comments on this podcast. We will begin with COVID-19 trends. Worldwide, cases are still rising and daily death rates appear to have plateaued. The higher numbers are mainly occurring in the developing world as much of the developed nations have improved their overall numbers. Here in Canada, we have had encouraging trends with lower cases occurring nationally, and especially in Quebec and Ontario, the two provinces that were most affected. In the U.S., many parts that saw cases early have had similar results as us here. However, states such as Arizona, Florida, and California are now reporting record new coronavirus cases. California is now requiring residents to wear face masks in most public settings. Reasons for some of the rising U.S. numbers are probably a combination of being more lax in the early days and especially as the economies open up. We would like to think that different parts of the U.S. are on different bell curves and this is not a result of a second wave, but rather a continuation of the first wave and we should see improved numbers in the weeks ahead. As for the economy, the number of Americans and Canadians applying for unemployment benefits and remaining on emergency benefits continues to be high on all counts. The numbers are starting to improve, albeit at a slow pace. We need to remember that the jobs that were created over the last 10 years or so were wiped out in two months. If we were to predict, we believe the jobs recovery will happen in fits, basically three steps forward and one step back. Retail sales in Canada and the U.S. were obviously down in March and down much more in April. May saw some really nice rebounds, but we will need this trend to continue on and get much stronger. A unique data set from the U.S. is the savings rate. Typically, Americans are not known for being high savers. In the month of March, the saving rates in the U.S. spiked to 13%, and in April, it blew the lid off at 33%. Much of this was probably involuntary, that is, consumers not spending on vacations or buying their new car or shying away from going to stores. However, we believe that much of these savings are going to find their way back into spending as the months go on. We have seen a nice rebound in markets in general from the March lows. There has been rhetoric surrounding an eventual retest or deeper correction. These fears have escalated thanks to the heightened volatility over the past several trading sessions and COVID cases worldwide not settling down the way we would like to see them. Yes, companies' share prices have exhibited very strong rebound amidst an economic backdrop that is confounding to say the least. However, according to Brian Belsky, portfolio manager with BMO Capital Markets, he states that a perfect retest is not something that is historically normal. Moreover, sharp retests usually occur within the first 30 days and not three months after the low. That being said, the next three months will most likely be more of a pause. We had the privilege of getting some direct comments from another portfolio manager, Mark Shamel from Fidelity Investments. His comments were, 
This market has been a bit crazy. It reminds me a lot of 1999-2000. Back then, we had this Y2K thing. Companies spent a fortune on fixing that problem while being in an internet bubble. The Fed was worried a lot and and a lot of money was spent. This virus feels like that. From a public health stance, yes, this is important and we'll have to figure this out. But from an economic standpoint, it probably doesn't matter as much as people think. The market has moved past it and has accepted that this virus is part of our life going forward. The economy is making the adjustment. The world is stimulating like crazy. This is a risk on time. There is no political will to shut down and we'll have to adapt to this as part of our lives. Businesses will have to react. Orders will open. People will stop freaking out. And we'll move on. It's just the reality of what we're seeing. And the market is up because it thinks this is good. We're going from, we're going to be locked in a cave forever to let's get on with life and what will be will be. I keep reading that the market doesn't reflect reality. The market doesn't care about reality anymore. It's not pricing in whether we are happy. It's pricing in increasing economic activity. We're going to get back to doing stuff again. That's just how it will be. You'll need to start thinking of the markets in terms of risk on again. So what does this all mean for us? Is another market correction due or will the market simply take a breather and then keep climbing? You can probably guess our answer. There's no way to know for certain. You see, trying to predict what the markets will do means we essentially have to predict exactly what the virus will do and how the economy and individuals will react. And no one can do that. So rather than thinking of investing as a game of predictions, better to think of it like driving your car. Whenever you drive somewhere, you probably have a decent idea of when you'll arrive, but you can't predict the traffic lights you'll hit along the way. You can't predict any accidents that you'll encounter or whether you'll get a flat tire or be forced to take an entirely different route. That's why you leave early, carry a spare tire, and use Google Maps. With all this being said, let us make an unscientific guess. That is, that any market outlook is irrelevant to our long-term goals. We are goal-focused wealth advisors to you and your families, and our decision-making process remains. Goals, plan, portfolio. We are guided in this by history, not headlines. To close, I would like to read an email from a wonderful client. He said, Thank you for the podcasts. They are useful for putting things in perspective. My mantra is you can't control what you can't control. So I have resigned myself to the fact that it is what it is. I'm invested for the long term, so I'm not too concerned about what happens tomorrow. The fact that the market has turned around so quickly while still under stress is indicative of the eventual upswing of the economy. You have reassured me a while back that my portfolio is good enough to take me into my retirement years down the road. So, I sleep peacefully and wait for the vaccine so that we can get back to the old normal. As always, we are happy to discuss your investment and financial plans. Please do not hesitate to contact us. My number is 416-725-9133 and Austin's is 416-709-7879. Signing off for the both of us, Austin Khan and I, have a great weekend.
Hello, are you still listening? Great. Here is a further update on what's been going on in the Khan households. I got Austin to give me a haircut, just a slight cleaning job around the edges. The virus has allowed me to grow my hair back to the lengths that I had during high school. I'm loving it. I posted a picture on LinkedIn and Twitter of my first ever self-made flower pot. I am rather proud of it. Let me know if you'd like for me to send you a picture. My eldest daughter completed her first year of university this year. She's enrolled in a BCom degree. She joined a nationwide business club this year called Enactus, and I'm proud to say that she has been selected as vice president of Enactus Ryerson for next year. Have a wonderful weekend. Weather looks great. I will be planning another barbecue this weekend. Send me any great barbecue recipes if you got them. Be well.